A Justice Department investigation on Hunter Biden, the president's son, has intensified over the last several months. According to the New York Times, Hunter Biden paid off a significant tax liability. So we are learning new information about foreign business dealings involving the president's son, Hunter. CBS News has been digging into the investigation of President Biden's son, Hunter. Hunter, 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 Hunter Biden laptop. Sure, it's great that the media, two years later, is finally acknowledging the Hunter Biden laptop scandal. But listen, you don't have to look far to find a very similar story that was really ignored by the media and in fact called false um, uh, over and over and over again, and that's the Hunter Biden laptop story. But what about Joe? Because this story is not about Hunter Biden. Our focus should be entirely on his dad, the president of the United States and what he allowed under his watch. Tonight, I'll explain why, and I'll show you why every time Team Biden says this. The president has said that he never spoke to his son about his overseas business dealings. Is that still the case? Yes. It's a lie. Tonight, the Biden crime family. Why Hunter's secrets are all really about Joe. Hello, America. I'm going to make you a deal you can't refuse. Let me lay out some facts for you tonight. And, and let me start with this question. Does it matter that our president has been lying to you? That's not new. Um, taking money from foreign governments specifically to... Well, actually, three that we know of. Russia. Are we in a conflict with Russia right now? Um, China. Ooh. And Ukraine. If we go to war, are you absolutely sure you know why we're going to war? Do you know for sure what the dealings with uh, Russia and Ukraine and China really are? The president has to be above reproach. I want to show you that he is definitely not and should not be in office. I want to start here. Listen to something President Biden said during an event in the White House just a few weeks ago. I got into politics, involved in politics, because I think the greatest sin that anyone can commit is the abuse of power. Does he know what that word means? I mean, that, that's a that's called a self own there. I could go down 20 different roads on how the president has violated his own words in just this week alone. But tonight I want to take you to his son's infamous laptop. Now, this is not going to be another show and look at how bad Hunter Biden is. I think we. I mean, I think we've established that, right? Everybody knows the guy is a degenerate, a dirtbag, serious problems. I actually, I take back the dirtbag. I mean, he is a dirtbag, but the guy has serious issues, serious issues. And um, uh, I feel bad for him. His family has used him and he's used the family. They deserve each other. But there is sickness in this family. Now. He has a giant catalog of foreign deals, meetings, and money. And they are most relevant because of their connection to the man who is now dealing with China and Ukraine and Russia on our behalf. The laptop is not about Hunter. It's about Joe Biden. For that reason, 
The abuse of power as vice president and his ongoing denials now as president. And is there anything else going on? I don't know about you, but I am so fed up with two sets of rules, one for you, me, and the other for the ruling elites. Aren't you? President Biden should resign right now. He, very least, he shouldn't run for re-election, but I think he should be impeached because this story is so clear. This man has been taking bribes and money from our enemies. When it comes to his family business activities, especially during the years he was vice president, it is Sin City. Now, it is possible that despite all of the circumstantial evidence, uh, Joe Biden may not have technically broken the law through his family's business activities. I don't think you can make that case. But even if he didn't technically break any laws, and that's a huge if, this is all corrupt. And you have to trust that the president is not a liar. And to quote Nixon, is not a crook. And he's definitely a crook. Hunter Biden clearly traded on his dad's powerful position and made millions in the process. At this point, nobody is saying he didn't cash in. I mean, except for Joe Biden. Even Hunter Biden admitted in 2019 that his dad's power was very, very useful. I think that it is impossible for me to be on any of the boards that I just mentioned without saying that I'm the son of the vice president of the United States. If your last name wasn't Biden, do you think you would have been asked to be on the board of Burisma? I don't know. I don't know. Probably not. I, I don't think that there's a lot of things that would have happened in my life that uh, that if my last name wasn't Biden. Yeah, that's true. True that. Um, emails from Hunter's Biden, Hunter Biden's laptop demonstrate that he was all about influence peddling um, like this one. He sent this one from Air Force One on the way to Mexico City to the son of the Mexican billionaire Miguel Velasco. This is what he said. We're arriving late tonight on Air Force Two in Mexico City. I'm attending a meeting with the president and with dad. Would love to see you, but you never respond. I'm really upset by it. Uh, we have so many great things to do together, and I want uh, you want you at the plane when the VP lands with your mom and dad, and you completely ignore me. Uh, then he goes on to say, we've been talking about business deals and partnerships for seven years. I really appreciate you letting me stay at your resort villa, but I brought, listen to this, every single person you have ever asked me to, to the effing White House, the vice president's house, and inauguration, and then you go silent. I've delivered on every single thing you've ever asked. Okay, that's a problem, but that is, that could be, Joe didn't know anything about that. Here's a photo from the laptop. Oh, there they are, they did meet. That's Joe and Hunter with the Mexican billionaires at the vice president's resident in DC. Hunter has his hand on the shoulder of the man he sent that spicy email to. Now, even if Joe Biden technically did not break the law with this, okay, which I don't think he did. I mean, you could make the case that he didn't. What happened on his watch is still a total betrayal of the public trust because Joe is supposed to be this model public servant, the poorest man in Congress. My, I'm so poor. That's what he used to say when he was senator. Remember, the greatest sin anyone commits, according to Joe, is the abuse of power. It's hilarious that two months ago, the New York Times finally thought it was safe enough to admit that Hunter's laptop, we've done our research on it, you know, two years later, it's legitimate. 
And there might be an actual important story there, but it's about Hunter. Yeah, he might be in real trouble because of the federal probe into potential tax fraud, money laundering, and foreign lobby violations. But his dad? What are you even talking about? You racist. CNN and the Washington Post recently decided to jump on the bandwagon admitting that the laptop it is not Russian disinformation at all. I mean, I was just talking to Vlad. He swore it was. By publishing a recent article on Hunter Biden's deal with the Chinese energy company run by the communist government, um, I guess the Washington Post just hopes that these aren't the droids you're looking for. You're, we ignored the story last year and a half, but you don't remember that. Mainstream media is slowly waking up to the fact that, hmm, maybe there's something wrong with the, f uh, the family business of the Bidens. But their new line is, no, it's Hunter that it's stinking the place up. Joe Biden, he didn't do anything wrong. Seriously? That's what they're saying now, along with the White House. In fact, a few weeks ago, the guy who is actually our president of the United States, the guy who is actually running things, was trotted out, the chief of staff, Ron Klain. Here's what he said. Is the president confident his family didn't cross any ethical lines? Uh, George, the president is confident that his uh, family did the right thing. But again, I want to just be really clear. These are actions by uh, Hunter and his brother. They're private matters. They don't involve the president. And they certainly are something that no one at the White House is involved in. Okay, I'm going to take that apart a little later on in the program. Hunter may get indicted, but that's pretty much beside the point. How much was Joe Biden directly involved while he was vice president? The lack of mainstream media curiosity at all. They have given the Bidens an amazing smokescreen, clearly from the emails and the text messages on Hunter's laptop. He and Joe's finances were intertwined. They shared bank accounts. Hunter regularly paid for various bills for both Joe and Jill Biden, and that is illegal. Even the small things like Joe's $190 per month AT&T phone bill, it cannot be done. One text exchange from 2019 between Hunter and his daughter, Naomi, provides just a little clue on how important Hunter's deal-making was to dad and the rest of the family. Quote, I hope you can all do what I did and pay for everything for this entire family. I've done it for 30 years. It's really hard, but don't worry. Unlike Pop, I won't make you give me half your salary. Now, who is Pop? Oh, we've got another email. This one is from Naomi Biden. Peter and I are endlessly grateful to my Nana and Pop for the opportunity to celebrate our wedding at the White House. Gee. Who's pop? Hop on pop. The person who did a lot of coordination for the payments that were not supposed to happen, moving money between accounts, which was not supposed to happen, paying bills for the Bidens, is a guy named Eric uh, Schwerin. Now, Mr. Schwerin was the president of Rosemont Seneca Partners. That is the investment fund that Hunter co-founded. He decided, oh, you know what, I'm, I'm good at numbers. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do investments. He decided to do that in 2009, just five months after President, Vice President Joe Biden was sworn in. Now, Rosemont Seneca's office, Georgetown, coincidence that it's very close to the vice presidential re residence at the Naval Observatory. It's just a coincidence. Four years later, 
Rosemont Seneca formed the giant new investment firm with the Bank of China. Just a coincidence, yes. They're the only people literally in the world. Nobody else has this relationship with the Bank of China, run by the communist government, by the way. They put together a little deal called Boy High Harvest, RST. Ah, thank you, honorable one. The RS stands for Rosemont Seneca. Now, here's a company that just had opened up. Goldman Sachs doesn't get this deal. How'd that happen? Eric, um, Eric Schwerin was so involved with Hunter and Joe Biden's finances that he handled things like Biden's taxes, Joe Biden's taxes. Here's an email communication from 2010, quote, your dad's Delaware tax refund check came in today. I'm depositing it in his account and writing a check in that amount back to you since he owes it to you. I don't think you need to run it by him, but if you want to, go ahead. If not, I'll deposit tomorrow. Wow. Now, according to White House visitor logs, Eric Schwer, uh, Schwerin made 27 visits to the White House. That's a lot. Now, that's during Biden's two terms as vice president. What was he doing there? Emails from the laptop also reveal that Schwerin coordinated tickets for Rosemont Seneca guests to White House events like the Easter egg roll, a Mexico state dinner, uh, and White House holiday tours. Now, according to another email in 2010, an aide from a U.S. senator's office contacted Eric Schwerin about getting Joe Biden to host an event for the U.S. Uh, Spain Council at the VP residence. Well, Schwerin picks up the phone and he tells Hunter that it might be interesting for them because the CEOs of major Spanish banks would be attending. Now, why would the president of Rosemont Seneca have anything to do with the setting up of vice president of the vice president's bank accounts and bills and taxes. And then what is he also? I'm a wedding planner. Is he also on the side arranging events at the VP's house? No, it could potentially benefit Rosemont Seneca. So I'd have to rule those things out. Yet Joe Biden has maintained the whole time that he has never, ever spoken to Hunter about Hunter's business dealings. That's incredible, especially with a son. That screwed up. You'd think dad from time to time would say, son, what are you doing with your life? Now, as much as Joe Biden likes to talk, I also find it impossible to believe that he could zip it. Anyone who takes an honest look at the laptop evidence will also find it absolutely impossible to believe. Okay. Let me give you a rundown now of the latest evidence proving that Joe Biden to this day is lying to you about his knowledge of Hunter's business activities. Next. If you own a home, here's two reasons you may never want to become the victim of home title fraud. Number one. When a cyber criminal sneakily worms his way into your home's title, he'll take out a loan um, in your name, your home's equity, and then he'll vanish and he'll take all the money and then you'll just be left with the debt uh, and the fraud. Reason two, you could be a victim of home title fraud and not even know it for months. No agency will notice you, uh, notify you or ask you if you sold your home or added someone to the title. You'll just find out when the collection calls start for loans and then the sheriff shows up at your door. Number three, it just sucks, really. I mean, I know that wasn't on the list of two, but three, it sucks. 
Nobody knows more about how to make the sucky part stop than Home Title Lock, America's trusted leader. Here's what I urge you to do. Go to HomeTitleLock.com, read the testimonials from retired FBI agents and others. Register your home address to see if you're already a victim. And when you do protect your home, tell them Glenn sent you and you get 30 days of free protection. It's HomeTitleLock.com. That's HomeTitleLock.com. All right. Joe Biden has lied multiple times about what he knows about Hunter Biden's business activity. There was this clip from the campaign trail in 2019. I've never spoken to my son about Everybody looked at this and everybody's looked at it and said there's nothing there. Ask the right question. Boy, he's a nice guy. These examples during the presidential debate in 2020. Nothing was unethical. Here's what the deal. With regard to Ukraine. We had this whole question about whether or not, because he was on the board, I later learned of a Burisma, a company, that somehow I had done something wrong. Yet every single solitary person when he was going through his impeachment, testifying under oath who worked for him, said, I did my job impeccably. I carried out U.S. policy. Not one single solitary thing was out of line. My son has not made money in terms of this thing about uh, what are you talking about? China. I have not had it. The only guy made money from China is this guy. He's the only one. Nobody else has made money from China. Huh. Okay, so I want to go through uh, several of the biggest examples showing that President Biden and the White House now are lying to you with those denials. The first, the first one is the best known pieces of evidence is this email communication between Hunter's business party, parters, uh, partners, uh, James uh, Gilliar and Tony Bobolinsky. This is about a deal that was in the works between a Biden family company called Sinohawk and CEFC China Energy. This is a company that has clear ties to the Con Communist Party. This is the email that breaks down the deal, including, quote, 10, meaning 10 percent, held for H for the big guy. Who's the big guy? Who is it? H refers to Hunter Biden, but Tony Bobolinsky insists he absolutely knows who the big guy is. It's Joe Biden. On May 13, 2017, I received an email concerning allocation of equity, which says 10 percent held by H for the big guy. In that email, there's no question that H stands for Hunter, big guy for his father, Joe Biden, and Jim for Jim Biden. In fact, Hunter often referred to his father as the big guy or my chairman. Okay, there's further proof backing up Bobolinsky's claim here, like the text message where James Gilliar um, tells Bobolinsky, quote, don't mention Joe being involved. It's only when you are face to face. I know you know that, but they are paranoid. We don't yet know if Joe Biden ever received his 10% of that deal, but we do know that the deal went through and CEFC China Energy paid $4.8 to the accounts controlled by Hunter and his uncle, James Biden. We also know that one of the partners in the Sinohawk deal is a longtime Biden family friend named Rob Walker. Walker is also a partner in Rosemont Seneca. Now, according to Tony Bobolinsky, Walker and James Gilliar worked on getting this deal with CEFC China Energy in 2015 and 2016. 
An email to Tony in 2017, Rob Walker said, quote, I've generally been acting as a surrogate for H, meaning Hunter Biden, and around the country abroad pursuing opportunities, and I see myself continuing to do that. In February and March of 2017, Rob Walker received two payments of $3 million each from the State Energy AHK Limited. This is a company based in Shanghai that is affiliated with CEFC, China Energy. So it looks like some people did make money in China. The U.S. Senate committee investigating Hunter Biden says it's still unclear who the ultimate beneficiary of that money really is. Another close connection to the Biden family is that of Rob Walker's wife, Betsy Walker. That she was Jill Biden's assistant when Joe and uh, when Joe was vice president. Then there is the inconvenient evidence that in September 2017, Hunter Biden emailed the manager of Washington, D.C. building where he had an office to request additional keys to be made for his, quote, new office mates, including Joe and Jill Biden, his uncle James Biden and Gong Wan Dong, who was also going to be there as an emissary from CEFC China Energy. Hunter also requested new signage be made for the office that read, quote, the Biden Foundation and Hudson West CEFC slash U.S. Joe Biden, his defenders will say that the money from the China Energy Company started flowing in 2017 after Joe Biden left office as vice president. So what's the big deal? Even if he did make money, he didn't do anything wrong. He wasn't vice president. Well, that's a separate question from whether he lied about his knowledge of the deals. And if he was lying, why? Remember, he said this. My son has not made money in terms of this thing about, uh, what are you talking about? China. I have not had it. The only guy made money from China is this guy. The Trump. only one. Nobody else has made money from China. The evidence says he's lying. And there's more. Joe Biden says he never discussed his son's overseas business dealings. Um, then what was discussed at the 2015 dinner at Cafe Milano in Washington, D.C.? Because according to this email, Hunter invited three, quote, of our KZ friends, referring to prospective business partners from Kazakhstan, a year earlier, one of those KZ friends wired $142,000 to Rosemont Seneca, which Hunter used to purchase a plug-in hybrid sports car made by Fisker. Now, this isn't going to piss you off. Do you remember Fisker? Yeah, that was the green automaker that got a loan from the United States government, you, for $500 million, half a billion dollars from the Department of Energy during the Obama administration. Um, and they converted an old GM factory in, you'll never guess where, Wilmington, Delaware. Shockingly, Joe Biden's hometown. Fisker ended up going bankrupt. Oh, I thought they were going to make it too. And the Department of Energy admitted losing $139 million of your money on the deal. Side note, guess who won the bankruptcy auction for Fisker's assets? Yeah, China's largest auto parts company. But don't worry about Hunter Biden. He, he was able to trade in his Fisker for a beautiful silver Porsche. It's nice. Now, by the way, here's a photo from the dinner of Hunter and Joe with their friends from Kazakhstan. But I'm sure they were just talking about, you know, the weather in Kazakhstan and how hot it is at this time of year. Actually, maybe not. Because also in attendance at that dinner at Cafe Milano 
was Vadim Posharsky. He's an executive at the Ukrainian energy company, Burisma. Remember, Hunter was on the board of Burisma at the time, making $50,000 a month for his non-existence energy expertise. Vadim said, thank you, no, next day, quote, dear Hunter, thank you very much for inviting me to D.C. and giving opportunity to meet father and spend some time together. Honor and pleasure. Mm -hmm. But remember, the way Joel told it in 2020, he barely knew his son even had anything to do with this, this barisma. We had this whole question about whether or not, because he was on the board, I later learned of a barisma, a company, that somehow I had done something wrong. Mm. Really? He later learned about Hunter and Burisma. Hmm. I guess maybe Joe missed the 2019 profile in the New Yorker where Hunter said that he and Joe had discussed Hunter's job on the Burisma board. And I quote, Dad said, I hope you know what you're doing. And I said, hey, man, I do. And yet you are supposed to believe that Joe Biden had absolutely zero knowledge about any of his son's overseas business dealings. Not a single question. Nothing. Your son is in and out of rehab, destroying his own life and family with hookers all the time, leaving crack pipes in cars. And he gets on to Air Force One when you're going back from China and you don't say. So how's it going, son? The verbal and mental gymnastics it takes for Joe Biden to maintain this delusion is incredible. But he and his team keep trying despite revelations that keep, you know, rolling in from Hunter's laptop, like the fact that as vice president, Joe hired Rosemont Seneca, an employee named Anne Marie, um, as his personal assistant. Hmm. And according to emails from the laptop, she stayed close contact with her former bosses at Rosemont Seneca, updating them on various dignitaries and events that might interest them. She told that, and dad didn't know, she told the New York Post last year that she has not worked for the Bidens since 2017, and she never gave Rosemont Seneca insider information while she worked at the White House. Never. Now, that might be completely true, but you're still supposed to believe that Joe Biden had no idea what Rosemont Seneca was all about. If Joe is so clueless about Hunter's big business, then why did he agree in 2017 to write a college recommendation letters to Brown and Georgetown universities for the son and daughter of Jonathan Lee? Jonathan Lee is Hunter's Chinese business partner and director of the investment firm they formed with the Bank of China called Bohai Harvest RST. Remember them? Hunter even introduced Joe to uh, Jonathan Lee when they were in Beijing together on that official visit on 2013. You know, the one where he should have said, son, so uh, how are things going? Finally, as if we're... You know, we've we've talked about so far all the things we've talked about are, is not enough to demonstrate that Joe Biden has been lying to you uh, for years now. One of the re latest revelations from the laptop is that now Joe Biden has paid over seven hundred thousand dollars to cover some of Hunter's bills. Here's a nasty little email from Hunter's assistant to members of Joe Biden's staff, whom she addresses as VP team. 
Even though this was in 2019 when Joe was out of office, the email says, quote, it is my understanding that Hunt's dad will cover these bills in the short term as Hunter is in transitions in his career. So dad's covering some bills. Now, okay, dads do that from time to time, except one of the bills that Joe apparently covered is $28,000 for the restructuring of Hunter's BHR deal, the Chinese deal, you know, the communists. Now let that sink in for a moment. After all of the denials, all of the spin, all of the, none of my family ever made a dime on China, all that talk. Joe Biden then pays the legal fees for the restructuring of Hunter's mega deal with the Chinese Communist Party Bank of China. America, aren't you tired of the two sets of rules, one for you and one for them? Back in a minute with the reporter that first blew open this story, family corruption, uh, years ago, and is on it today, Peter Schweitzer with some breaking news. All right, joining us now is uh, the guy who really blew the lid off of the Biden family corruption in their business deals in China. Uh, probably no one has done more research into the Biden's corruption than the best-selling author and journalist Peter Schweizer. Um, his latest book is Red-Handed, How American Elites Get Rich Helping China Win. And it's not just about the Bidens, and it is not just about the Democrats. It is out now. Peter, we were just talking about the... Um, the legal fees um, of $28,000 that Joe Biden paid for Hunter in 2019 to restructure the joint venture with the Bank of China. Now, 2019, a couple of questions. 2019, did, they were aware that he was in trouble, right? That there was problems with the deal and everything, right? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Uh, the grand jury had already been convened. They were looking into the tax issues, the money laundering issues, right. et cetera. Absolutely. And no way that. that Joe Biden didn't know that. Right. There's absolutely okay. no way that Joe Biden didn't know about <laughs> okay. that. OK, so is there a chance that he was like, oh, you know, my poor son who just had a string of some mishaps. It doesn't have any money and I just want to help him out and didn't know that it was the Bank of China didn't was not involved enough in a deal to know that it's he's paying for the restructuring of the business relationship with the Bank of China, i.e. Communist Party. Any chance? Uh, no, there, there's no chance. Uh, and the reason is a couple of them. First of all, there's no way that that, uh, you know, Joe Biden's lawyer or financial advisor would say, we're going to send $28,000 from some legal fees that we don't even know what it's about. It's Correct. just too politically risky. The second thing is that Eric Schwerin, uh, who's the one that handled a lot of Joe Biden's finances, he shows up in the emails all the time, is Hunter Biden's business partner. So it's, it's a closed loop. And, and Glenn, this legal payment is just further evidence that in the Biden family, money's fungible. It sloshes around. Hunter sends money to Joe. Joe sends money to Hunter. So it's not it doesn't really make sense in my mind to talk about Hunter Biden's business deals. They're deals that benefit everybody in the Biden family, whether directly or indirect. And I know that there were officials in the White House had to be Secret Service people, advisors. Did it do we have evidence that it ever got to Joe? 
hey, you know, your son is dealing with uh, Communist Party officials. They are the people that are running the spy operations. This should stop. Is there any any proof that that actually was said? Because I know it was said all around Joe Biden. Right. Yeah, there, there's no evidence. And I think the reason is, this is important, Glenn, is they kept it secret. I mean, they didn't really share this with a lot of aides. Um, and, you know, uh, J- Joe Biden has continued to say that he has never had any discussions uh, with his son or any family That's members about any. Uh, just, it's not possible. Just, I'll, I'll, let me let, go ahead. Let me just read to you a, a text message. Just my researcher just found recently. It's uh, July twenty fourth, twenty eighteen. It's Jeff Cooper, Hunter Biden's business partner, and Hunter Biden. Jeff Cooper writes, "How are you, man?" Hunter Biden responds, "Well, buddy, spoke with Dad about the Carlos Slim ask. Let's talk tomorrow." Jeff Cooper responds. Oh, that sounds so effing good, exclamation point. I mean, there you have Hunter Biden saying he's talking to him about a business ask that Hunter Biden is making to Carlos Slim, who, of course, is the richest man in Mexico. So this this statement that he has no communications, he had no knowledge, no discussions, is just complete and utter hogwash. If if this were a judge, if this were anyone that was having to make decisions that could that could end up in life or death, which this president is making in Ukraine and with China. Everyone would demand recuse yourself, right? Absolutely, they would. And they would want clear transparency about what Joe Biden benefited from in these deals, what he knew about these deals. But there's a complete lack of curiosity about the media. And, you know, go back to the whole Russia collusion thing. I mean, the initial charge was there were these secret financial ties uh, between Donald Trump and Russia, which, of course, were completely false. These are actual financial ties that we know. We have the receipts. We have the Treasury Department documents of of the so-called suspicious activity reports. So, it's there, but nobody seems to care. And the question is, Glenn, you know, going forward, if we have a president after Joe Biden, which I think we're going to have, um, <laughs> is anybody going to is anybody going to care at all anymore? Is it now presidents, you know, particularly well, liberal Democrats can do deals with whoever they want. And nobody's going to care because that's the precedent that's being set here. That's why I asked about 2019. When he's paying for this, this is clear. He's saying, I have nothing to do. I don't even know what my son does, blah, blah, blah. And he then pays $28,000 for his son's legal fees on a restructuring deal. You're president of the United States. I'm just Glenn Beck. If my kids were like, hey, dad, I need $28,000 for uh, attorneys, I would at least ask, what's it for? Because I know it could come back on me. You know what I mean? Right. So right. He, Absolutely. at the height, when he knows a grand jury has been called, when he knows that it's out in just the politics, the world of politics, he is so convinced nothing will ever come of this that he just keeps going. Yeah, that's right. I mean, it really comes down to this grand jury in Delaware. And and Glenn, I know you are as well. I'm a big believer in a jury judicial system where uh, average normal people 
get to assess these matters. Um, and I think that that a lot of the stuff is going to look bad to ordinary Americans. The question is, what is the Department of Justice going to do Nothing. with what the grand jury looks at? That's where people get angry and get frustrated. And you have to wonder about the integrity of our political leaders. I mean, it's it's now open season on foreign deals if this is allowed to stand. And it will be. And I think it will be because, you know, as you point out in your book, Mitch McConnell is just filthy dirty with Chinese money. So nobody wants to say anything because it stops the gravy train and it also impeaches them. Right. That's exactly right. They're, they've either got deals themselves, as Mitch McConnell does. Mitch McConnell does not want to have a conversation about Chinese money flowing to American politicians, because that means he's going to have to talk about his family's arrangements. Uh, and then you've got others that are aspiring to, or you've got others that are going to leave uh, the Senate or the House and then do what at least 23 of their other colleagues have done, which has become lobbyists for Chinese military or intelligence-linked companies, not just Chinese companies, but military and intelligence-linked companies. So the, the Washington, D.C., for elected, for those that retired, is awash with Chinese money. They don't want to have this conversation. They want to keep, uh, as they would say, a good thing going. And that is the, to the detriment of this country. And it's a bipartisan problem, as you point out. As I shared with uh, the audience on radio, and I'm going to badly butcher this, but I shared it uh, last Friday on radio. Um, I just um, uh, bought a letter from John Adams to preserve in mm. our vaults here. And he's mm. talking to another signer of the Declaration of Independence. And he says in the letter, you and I both have paid a high price for what we did. We paid in our fortune, we paid in our personal life, we paid in our public life. We have paid over and over, and everyone who signed that document, but the politicians have all enriched themselves while we took the kicking. It seems like not a lot has changed. Back in just a second with more. Um, so Peter and I were talking before the break that um, about Ukraine and, and China and how anybody else should recuse themselves. Peter, I am so concerned that this war is very convenient. It can destroy things. People can die that might have information, etc. What is there? Is this just me being just really pessimistic and cynical? Well, I, I, sometimes you can be pessimistic, but I wouldn't call you cynical. <laughs> okay. I wouldn't call you cynical. Um, no, I mean, Glenn, look, all you have to do is look at the history of the Biden's family's dealings overseas internationally in terms of the flow of money. It all started when Joe Biden was in charge of China policy and Ukraine policy. And guess what? Where did Hunter Biden go to get deals? Ukraine, Ukraine. and China. Uh, so they and Russia, the drawn, Russian deal, too, which is, again, weird. Exactly. Um, you know, we know that that all these actors um, that the Bidens were soliciting and in some cases receiving money uh, in terms of China. If you look at the emails, you look at the deals, it's some thirty one million dollars uh, that Hunter Biden uh, collected from Chinese companies. We know from Russia there was the three and a half million dollars yeah. from Yelena Baterina. 
But we also know, let's remember that he was also, Hunter Biden was soliciting deals with Oleg Deripaska and these other pro-Putin oligarchs. Uh, and then, of course, you have the Burisma deal in Ukraine. Um, you know, so they sent all this money to the Biden family. There's no tangible evidence of any legitimate business function that they ever performed. Uh, what was Hunter Biden paid for by I, Ukraine, by China, by Russia? I tell There's you, no evidence. So I'd it's like clear to what they're doing. I'd like to see a list from you of the people that we can just watch, kind of like the playing cards. We can just watch. Oh, that one died. Oh, that one died. Um, can you quickly just uh, just for my curiosity, why would an L.A. attorney pay two million dollars for his back taxes for the IRS? What is this guy getting out of it? Uh, it's a great question, Glenn. It also begs the question, um, we know the Bidens have received all this money for overseas. Why aren't they using their own money? Uh, and the answer is they don't like to use their own money. And they're in the habit of taking loans from people that are so-called interest-free forgivable loans. $6 million they received from the Chinese was in that form. I think that this L.A. lawyer uh, is, is clearly looking for access. He's clearly looking for favor. He's probably got some deals that he's involved in that are going to require federal government approval at some point. Uh, but he will be paid back. The Bidens take care of people that take care of yeah, them. They, uh, I mean, uh, I've never. Have you ever received a uh, forgivable loan? Because I haven't. Not even with my parents, <laughs> no, who would never no. give me money. I mean, no, that 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 that's that's exactly right. It's it's a ridiculous notion. And that's exactly what's being provided here. Um, I think the other question here is that the Bidens may not be using their own money, because remember, Hunter's being charged with tax evasion. That's right. what at least they're, they're looking at. Um, if you're paying the IRS and back taxes, you've got to send that from an account somewhere, which means you've got to reveal where your assets are. So oh part of this gosh. may be. They don't want to create further legal jeopardy by revealing offshore accounts or foreign accounts that they have. OK, so do you know where we are with the grand jury? How much longer? When do they decide? When when does this come out? My understanding is things will be coming to a head within the next six to eight weeks. Um, again, this is somebody that has knowledge of it. They could be wrong, but clearly it seems to be moving forward. Remember, it started in 2018. It was suspended because of covid for about two years, it started up again. Uh, the statute of limitations on a lot of these crimes mm. are, are starting to run out. So they've got to pull the trigger pretty quickly. Uh, I have confidence in this uh, U.S. attorney. We'll see. You we'll do. have to see what the, what the results are. I do, but I base that not on great knowledge, but on the fact that he was appointed by President Trump, not by Biden. Uh, and the reputation is that he's a pretty straight shooting professional guy. So hopefully that's what we will see in the results of this uh, grand jury. So, um, you know, if if people don't, you know, I was just talking to a historian and he said, you know, Glenn, you go back in history and president's sons or sons of generals, they would die in war. You know, up until really Vietnam, that's when it all kind of changed to where now you, you know, go work in the kitchen. Every other, right. every, all the rest of American history, you would go to the front line just like everybody else. Now, it doesn't matter what you do. If you're connected, uh, especially to a politician, you're fine. If people, big people, don't start going to jail we don't have a country left anymore. Would you agree with that? I, I, 
I agree 100 percent. And I think the Hunter Biden case is is clear cut. There's no question he engaged in tra- a tax evasion. It's all over the emails. But it's I, all over the emails. And, and he, he, he paid back the two million dollars he owed more than two years after the grand jury had been convened. I mean, in other words, they said, we've got you. We're going to investigate you. We're going to we're going to talk about prosecuting you. Then he decides to pay the two million in back taxes. Uh, that, according to tax attorneys, doesn't mean to make a difference uh, in the sense of you violated the law. If Hunter Biden is not indicted, if there's not a serious penalty for these charges, uh, it is a further blow to this wonderful judicial system that we were given right. uh, by our founders that has been corrupted and distorted because a greedy political class is looking out for its own interests rather than upholding the law, which is what they're supposed to be doing. Only 40 seconds left, but it's got to be more than Hunter Biden. I mean, it, it is so clear that dad was was profiting on this and part of the scam. Do you see him? Absolutely. Do you see him paying a price? Well, there, there needs to at least be a open investigation on Capitol Hill for the American public to see. Because remember, there's a there's an intelligence national security component. Oh, to big this. time. The third. The $31 million they got from China was all arranged by four Chinese businessmen with links to the highest levels of Chinese intelligence. I that will is tell not you, a coincidence. I will tell you the Senate won't investigate because Mitch McConnell. Thank you so much. Yep. Appreciate it. God bless. Back in a minute. Thanks, Glenn. Tell you the same thing I said when the allegations um, about Donald Trump first came out. If he did this, he should be impeached, and I will stand with those who are impeaching, even though it means bad things for my side. Where is anyone in the media or on the left that is saying this? If we don't fix the corruption in our own country, we will not have a country left to live in. Today, I talked to the guy who owned the, um, the Mac store that had the laptop. If you missed that, please go back and listen to the radio podcast today. It's phenomenal. We'll see you tomorrow. God bless.